Everybody, good Wednesday morning. My name is Nick Reed. Streaming live, Facebook 1041 Nick Reed. That live feed is sponsored by Springfield Raps. Yesterday was a massive display of support for Israel, for the Jewish people. Clearly, a lot of uh, individuals there of Jewish faith. You notice just the tenor, the tone, and the overall feel of that event being just slightly different than when the other side has their events. You notice that? That when the pro-Hamas left-wing individuals, activists throughout the country, college campuses, or in the city streets, hold their events, the tone's just a little bit different, isn't it? Just Just even to the casual observer, one might just might be able to ascertain from the rhetoric and the behavior, the attitudes, the language that's used with one group versus the other, which one might be on the right side of what's right and wrong versus the other. It's just a, a an observation. You see that quite often with You'll have these festivals, you have these Trump events and and uh, or or pro-life events. That's a tremendous example as well. You take a, an event that is all about pro-life, and then you have an event that's all about pro-abortion. It's very, very clear. Without if you don't even if you don't read any signs, if you don't, you can tell which side is which. You can especially tell if there's ever some sort of politically leaning event. 99 out of 100 times, you can tell the political persuasion of the event by how the grounds are left afterwards. I mean, it is amazing with what consistency you would have Trump events or pro-life events or, you know, back when the Tea Party were having events the events of those that are politically conservative and uh, people picking up trash, they're just being kind to one another, and even, ironically, uh, environmental events, uh, the places are trashed when they leave. Rappers laying everywhere, feces, hypodermic needles, probably a few bodies as well. It's it's just just from a glance. I think that tells us gives us a little bit of insight. It is clear that Democrats are panicked as their party has been exposed over the the um the, the what sides are being taken when it comes to the Attempt by some to eliminate the Jewish people from the planet. And you look at the Republicans and everybody's on the same page. Mm, Not good. Don't do it. Kill the terrorists. 
The Democrats, it's a little bit murkier. You have some anti-Semites in there. You've got uh, some that are just very, uh, at the very most generous description, apologetic for Hamas. You have left-wing activists, young people uh, all over the country. Not all young, but a lot of them young. uh, Very, very pro-Hamas, celebrating the terrorist attack. You have the Democrats worried Biden may lose Michigan because he's, uh, uh, you know, he's he's not coming out in full support of the terrorist attack. It is clear that Democrats are recognizing that they've been exposed and that the average American is recognizing where the real anti-Semitism is for all of the rhetoric we heard during the Trump years. And Trump being referred to as a Nazi and Border Patrol being referred to as Nazis. And, you know, I mean, it's just Nazi Republicans, MAGA supporters, Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Uh, But then when it really comes down to it, when it gets down to the nitty gritty of killing Jews, we see that the gray areas are in the Democrat Party and they're recognizing this. And you can tell because they're back on the no Trump is the Nazi bandwagon. Within the last four, because of a word he used, because he name calls and Hitler name called. So that means that Trump is the same thing as Hitler. <laughs> and and it's all in unison. You've got Biden uh, signaling this. You have Liz Cheney saying this. You've got uh, the uh, media, Democrats all over the place. They've got their talking points. All right, we have got to try to correct this ship because the American people are recognizing where the true anti-Semitism is. So we have to remind them, no, 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 Trump is the Nazi because he said the word vermin. Oh, 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 okay. All right. You know, Hitler also didn't smoke. So I suppose if you're anti-smoking, then you are Hitler. going to look at the weather here in just a moment. First, the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. Police are investigating a shooting in downtown Springfield last night around 830. Springfield police say two vehicles were involved in the shooting with one car shot multiple times. Two people were rushed to the hospital. One has died and the other has life-threatening injuries. We will continue to update as more information becomes available. A woman is dead after being hit by a car in Springfield last night. Police arrested the driver. Around 6 p.m., the vehicle was heading westbound on Grant when police say it hit a woman crossing the street. She later died at the hospital. Investigators say the driver showed signs of impairment and was taken into custody. A local nonprofit is hosting its annual Thanksgiving food distribution this Saturday. Crosslines will be helping more than 900 households that registered for assistance last month. Funding comes from local churches. The food distribution will be held at the Central Assembly of God on North Campbell in Springfield. From Color 10 News, I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunshine 69 for a high today, mostly clear 43 tonight. And tomorrow still holding on to that pretty nice weather. Clouds, wind chill starting out around 39, but it will feel eventually get that temperature at least up to 67. All right, coming up, Biden says Trump rhetoric echoes Nazi Germany. He should not be president. Oh, okay says the guy who just released another $10 million to Iran who funds Hamas. (laughs) Says the guy who took uh, uh, Houthis off the terrorist watch list. 
or the or off the terrorist uh, list who has been instrumental in pushing the Israelis to create conditions that will allow Hamas to regroup. Oh, yes. But Trump, he's a name caller, and so is Hitler, so that's what we need to be afraid of. It all makes sense. I mean, it's, it's perfectly logical. The American Transmissions, talk and text line 447-KSGF. I am Nick Reed. Speaker Mike Johnson addressed the March for Israel rally at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. yesterday, in which he voiced opposition to calls from the Biden administration, left-wing activists, and the terrorists for a ceasefire between Israel Defense Forces and the Hamas terrorists. Johnson noting in his remarks the call for a ceasefire are outrageous, prompting cheers and chants of no ceasefire from the thousands of Israel supporters in attendance. Quote, Hamas terrorists waged the bloodied assault on Jewish life since the Holocaust. By the way, do you know who wasn't at the event? Anyone want to take a guess? Joe Biden. Anybody want to take a guess as to why that is? Because they desperately do not want to upset the base of their support that is anti-Semitic. You just think about how barbaric the attack was for deliberate purposes you know there's all this desire by the left in this country to focus on you know every innocent death that is caused as Israel retaliates in an attempt to try and prevent this sort of terrorist attack from happening again but we all recognize and know Israel does everything they can. to their, their goal is to take out Hamas and their you know, whatever military equipment they may have, you know, any sort of ability, anything that enhances their ability to carry out attacks and kill innocent people. And in the meantime, they do everything to sit, try and save civilians, including evacuate. Palestinians. I, 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 the opposite, of course, was the way that Hamas carried out their attack. Their deliberate purpose was to just be as horrific as possible. And it really, in my mind, it, the gates of hell opened up. When you uh, imagine a, a scenario in which the gates of hell open up and winged demons fly amongst us, uh, just slaughtering us, uh, in horrific ways that one could not ever even imagine for no reason other than just the fact that they're evil because they're evil. That, that's what they did. It shouldn't really be a difficult position to figure out which side you're on. 100% by the way. Oh, no, we're on the side of Israel to defend itself and everything, but no, no. Just like there was no but for the 9-11 hijackers. Yes, what they did was horrible and everything, but, you know, but no, evil is evil. And you should recognize it as such. You should not excuse it. You should not rationalize it. 
And when you have the president of a political party that is making political decisions as to whether or not to be a fully 100% in support of those defending themselves from terrorism, man, have we lost our way. Have we lost our way? Oh, but um, I don't know if you know this or not, but Trump called people vermin, so that means he's the Nazi. Yeah, he's the Hitler. That that's 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 what uh, we need to worry about, of course. Joe Biden avoiding the march for Israel in D.C. Oh, and then Democrats blocked funding for Israel yesterday in the Senate. Town Hall reporting last week we covered how the Senate refused to pass a standalone bill providing aid to Israel following the October 7th terrorist attack that Hamas perpetrated against our ally in the Middle East. Such a bill failed again this week when earlier on Wednesday Senator Roger Marshall, who introduced the bill last week, was able to bring a bill via a sneak attack, as Politico explained. No other business had been before the Senate, which is why Marshall was able to move forward with the bill. Ultimately, however, the bill failed by party line vote 51 to 48. Every Democrat voted to block the funding for Israel. Everyone. Again, Republicans don't seem to have a difficult time figuring out where they are on this issue. You see, Republicans, despite what the media wants you to believe, and despite what the Democrats tell you, that you know, well, Trump supporters are all Nazis. Republican supporters are extremists and Nazis. Really, then why is it Republicans aren't wavering on their support? Why is it Republicans aren't having to measure their rhetoric when it comes to who the bad guys and the, and the good guys are? You notice they're not concerned about that any whatsoever? What does that tell you? As opposed to the Democrats... I mean, Corrine Jean-Pierre, when asked the White House position on people tearing down posters of hostages, would not take a position. Ask, hey, is this, I mean, what do you guys think of this? Uh, talk about peaceful protest. What do you, hey, well, you know, we're not going to talk about that. These things should be no-brainers. And now the Democrats all, with uh, locked arms, blocked funding for Israel. And of course the reason, because the only way that they would give Israel funding is if Zelensky got what he wanted in Ukraine. Zelensky, who, by the way, brought an actual Nazi to Canadian Parliament. Let's not forget that. So, so the guy that the Democrats, aside from whether we should or shouldn't be involved in Ukraine, but we seem so focused on who's a Nazi and not a Nazi and who supports Nazis and doesn't support Nazis. So the, the, the guy... So the, 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 the party, the Democrat party here, blocked funding for Israel as a means to give a guy, Zelensky, whatever he wants in terms of money, a guy who, who brought an actual Nazi for a standing ovation in Canadian Parliament. That's the guy. 
That's the guy that they're holding up funding for Israel over. Oh, but Trump called somebody a vermin, so he's the one who's anti-Semitic. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick. I want a great home All of your home loan needs, big, small, everything in between, and the ease of getting a hold of the people who personally, directly, have been walking you through your process at, at, at any given time, seven days a week till nine o'clock at night. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean every single time on a Saturday, Sunday, or, or even during the week that you call, they will be able to pick up because they will be helping other people. Maybe at church, maybe at a potluck, maybe at a kid's event. But you're not going to have to necessarily wait until Monday when they open and then they're going through all their calls, returning calls, and it's midday on Monday. They're going to get back with you as soon as they're able to. Seven days a week till 9 o'clock at night. I want a great homeloan.com because you do. Yesterday, Joe Biden extended a sanction waiver that will allow Iran to collect another $10 billion in funds. What do they have on this guy? They have been very. (laughs) This is a. In fact, where's the other story here? I I mean, we are in essentially a, a, although small scale, a war with Iran. Was it uh, overnight? There were. We launched four separate attacks on Iranian backed. Entities, I mean, we've got this, you know, we're being shot at, we're shooting back at them. They, they, I mean, Iran is in this thing. Iran funded, they tra- they're fully open, they're not apologizing. Biden is, it, at some point, do we begin talking about providing aid and comfort to the enemy? For all the talk that, well, Trump was treasonous because, you know, he smiled whenever he was with Putin. This is a guy who, given what we know, we can't play the, well, in hindsight, we've got the hindsight. A country that is actively participating in trying to kill Americans, service members, that that provided not just financial, but operational support for the terrorist attack on Israel. And this administration, Biden is like, let's give them $10 million more. It looks like their funds are running a little bit low. Poor Hamas. We got to make sure that that money keeps flowing to the terrorists. A week, Iranian-backed Houthis uh, attempting to shoot down a U.S. drone in the region. Uh, that after the Iran-backed Hamas terrorist slaughter. I mean, you know, it's just th- this particular story lists the number of attacks that Iran has been involved in against, of course, the Israelis and the United States. And we're going to give them more money, $10 billion more dollars. I-, I don't even know what you, what do you say? What, what do you, I- I'm sure... These are the consequences of elections, I suppose. 
I, you know, there's so much discussion over potential impeachment, and of course there's a lot of focus on bribery, and maybe this is part of that. I mean, maybe whether it's the Chinese who have allied with Iran uh, that are reminding Biden what they have on him, but this, this nonstop flow of money to the worst terrorist in the world, whether it's the Taliban, which we continue to do. The Biden administration continues to fund the Taliban. Millions every month. As long as they promise that, you know, they use it for good stuff. Just like Hamas. Of course, Zelensky gets anything and everything he wants to the point that Biden has the Democrats blocking funding for Israel to leverage Zelensky's cash, our cash that Zelensky gets. And now the Biden administration gifting another $10 billion to Iran. I don't even know if there is there anything to discuss here. You cannot, you cannot claim that you are opposed to the slaughtering of Jews while supporting policy that pays people to slaughter Jews. Oh, but Trump called people vermin, so he's the problem. It's not the anti-Semitism in the Democrat Party. It's not the continued funding of these terrorist organizations. It's not the refusal of Biden to even make an even give a recorded, a pre-recorded appearance at the Solidarity March for Israel yesterday. No, 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 no. Trump name-called, and so did Hitler. So that's where we have the real problem. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Today's sunny 69, 43 tonight, cloudy 67 tomorrow, Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, if you are wanting to do some Black Friday shopping, but you're wanting to avoid all of that madness, then head over to Quick Draw Guns website or on their social media, and they are doing a pre-Black Friday sale. Now, I spoke to Brad yesterday, and he said that they are going to be rotating deals for the next several days, and he also wanted to mention that they are also offering free scope mounting, and if you are wanting to do a uh, custom laser engraving or seracoding services as a Christmas present, then make sure to call soon and get your name on the schedule because those services are almost backed up now to Christmas. Now, if you want to check out those pre-Black Friday deals, visit quickdrawgun.com, click on their Black Friday 2023 tab on the left side of their site, and of course, you can find all of the contact information for Quick Draw Gun in Monet under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Uh, all right, so uh, the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. I saw on uh, the news last night a comparison and funds that taxpayers have provided to Ukraine versus Israel. Uh, in two years, $113 billion given to Ukraine since 1948, $260 billion to Israel. So, yeah, a little disproportionate. <laughs> We've given twice as much to Israel. Mm, yeah, since 1948. I, I I believe that there are 
reasonable people who can reasonably assert and argue about funding for Israel, the level of it, whether we should at all. I suspect Rand Paul is the type says, hey, and I'm sure he may have and seems like he has that hey, we sh- you know we shouldn't be sort of constantly funding Israel even though they are allies of ours but that's that's consistent with his approach it doesn't have anything to do with being for or against Israel it is uh, one of hey people can to some degree take care of themselves we don't have to be taking care of everyone but Vivek Ramaswamy has um, made mention of of just questioning the levels, I believe, or just talking about it. But where you do get into what I believe is, let me put it this way, I don't believe that if you say, hey, I don't know that we should necessarily create a relationship where Israel is constantly reliant on us for funding, and you know, that position in and of itself doesn't necessarily tell you that person's mindset of Israel itself. In order to get that perspective, you need to understand how is it that they treat other countries when it came, comes to the same question, right? So again, for example, if you've got somebody that's like, nope, nobody, nobody should hard, I mean, on rare occasion, then it's like, well, okay, that's who they are. But when you are someone or you're a party like the Democrats and you have Zelensky, who, again, I'll bring up the fact, brought an actual Nazi to Canadian Parliament, and it's like you do not question the money. Whatever he wants, if you in any way, shape, or form even question the money, let alone slow it down, you are a puppet of Putin. But then those same people, when they waver on Israel, it it set it get you've got the inconsistencies here, or they're more than willing to block funding for Israel as full fully all Democrats in the Senate did yesterday. And so when you see the inconsistencies in approach, that's when you start, okay, well, what's going on here? All right, this isn't a fiscal issue. This isn't a uh, countries that need to learn to take care of themselves issues because over here, this country gets whatever it is they want, no questions asked. This one over here, it doesn't seem to be treated that way. Why is that? So in addition to Biden deciding to give Iran, who funds Hamas, another $10 billion, this, is not, this isn't a, a best of from before the terrorist attack. This is uh, AP yesterday. The Biden administration extended by four months a sanction waiver that will allow Uh, Iraq to continue to purchase electricity specifically from Iran and give Iran limited access to the proceeds to buy, of course, humanitarian goods. This is the dance we participate in. Instead of Iran (laughs) having additional sanctions, which is what Trump did, incidentally, as president. 
They're lifting sanctions on Iran. They, Iran is getting rewarded. In more ways than one. Iran boasting of oil industry boom after Biden's sanctions relief to the dictatorship of Venezuela. You know, again, you can make a co- two columns, a column of people who have have been either punished or have not fared so well under the policies of Biden versus those whose lives have drastically improved, whose positions in the world have drastically improved, who have been rewarded greatly. And you find those who are rewarded are the bad guys. You got the Taliban. They got a country. The dictatorship of Venezuela, Iran, Iran industry boom specifically because of Biden. Iran state-affiliated Tasnim News Agency reported on Tuesday that the nation's crude oil production output reached 3.115 million barrels per day in October. The continued increase in Iran's oil production throughout 2023 and October's surge in particular was documented after the Biden administration lifted oil and gas sanctions on Venezuela's rogue socialist regime. The Venezuelan socialists are not just a key ideological ally in Iran's fight against the United States, but an oil business partner for the Islamic regime aiding in lucrative joint business projects. The Iranian regime, of course, the world's top financial backer of terrorism, of which we are actively, under Biden, participating in. And this will, because of the lifting of sanctions on Venezuela by the Biden administration, be additional funding for terrorist organizations. There, ha- I don't know that there has been anything so short-term that has been as financially lucrative for terrorism in this world as Joe Biden. And how supporters of his reconcile that with their whether it's self-delusion or their genuine belief that they want better for the world. I mean, these are the same people, <clears throat> these left-wing supporters of the Biden administration, that will rail against an elected official if that elected official doesn't use their proper pronoun but fully supports, because that's a humanitarian right, but fully supports an administration that continues to fund terrorism. Make sense of that. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. Here we go. Rock the Country Music Festival, Poplar Bluff, June 28th, 29th. I know it's far out, but this is going to be a big deal. A lot of excitement, a lot of buzz. We have tickets that you can win before you can buy. They are not yet for sale, but you can get registered. Uh, Jason Aldean, Kid Rock, number of others going to be performing at the Poplar Bluff. There, there are numerous stops across the country that they are going to be making, and some of the spots have different artists. And uh, so if you happen to be on the site itself uh, for Rock the Country, you may notice that. Um, and I just don't want you to be thrown off by that. But if you would like more information, you can go to ksgf.com. And if you would like to register for 
those uh, tickets, you can do so while you're there. And also check out some of the Show Us Your Best Shot picks. Uh, upload yours as well. Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio sponsoring our event this year as you upload your hunting picks. They can be from previous seasons if you'd like. And one person who uploads a pick will win a prize pack from Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio. And you can see what all is in it at ksgf.com. There were a couple of... Um, <laughs> unusual exchanges on Capitol Hill in the last couple of days. I feel like we're kind of getting back to the time where we're almost getting to duels again. We see this messiness, and, and it does it has escalated in our lifetimes, many of our lifetimes. Uh, once upon a time, it was not this way, but once upon a time, it was. It always cracked me up whenever people talked about and it was the, always the left and the media. Oh, just things have never been so undignified in this country since Trump was president. I mean, we used to have elected officials shoot each other deliberately, like pace off and shoot each other. That I mean, it was not uncommon. I mean, there have been stabbings on the Capitol step. We're talking lawmakers, uh, so it wasn't some new concept. Uh, it comes in waves like most things do. And I I'm telling you what it is. The way that this stuff is portrayed, I'm going to play some audio for you, is that Republicans are the problem here. We didn't have these problems until Republicans started behaving this way. There is some truth to that. However, it isn't because... Everyone was cordial and got along with each other, and nobody name-called. And then Republicans took their cue from Trump and started doing that, and that's when things got nasty. It's because it Republicans decided, some at least, that this was no longer going to be one-sided. For years and years and years, Democrats have name-called, have threatened, have been mean and nasty, and Republicans just sat and they took it. And what the media has trouble with and what Democrats have trouble with is how dare you fight back. That's That was the one of the real problems they had with Trump's personality. It wasn't that he was mean and nasty. It was that that was what the Democrats do. You aren't allowed to do that as a Republican. We're the ones that get to name call, you know, racist, homophobe, you hate the poor, uh, you're a, a climate denier, uh, you know, they just go down the list of names. Democrats are the party that gets to not call you names, but it's okay when they do it because it's the truth, see. The problem they have is they have for a very long time been the alpha in the relationship. They have gotten to call the shots when it comes to that sort of rhetoric, and they don't like the fact that somebody fought back. And now more and more Republicans are doing so. This is one instance. What you're going to hear here, this is Senator Mullins from Oklahoma, and there is, uh, scratch that, this is Senator... Mark Wayne, oh yeah, it is, Mark Wayne Mullen, Oklahoma, and you're going to hear the audio. He's reading aloud tweets from a hearing witness. It's a some union thug, International Brotherhood of Teamsters General President Sean O'Brien. And he, um, the um, 
Senator Mullins here, he is reading to the witness mean and nasty tweets that the witness, this union thug, had posted online about him. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish you was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, stop it. That's point he does, by the way. He gets up. Bernie. You're a United States senator. Active. Okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. If we can't... No, I have the mic. I'm sorry. This is what he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? No, you can't. This is a hearing. So the crazy guy who combs his hair with a balloon. Oh, you... That what's so the he gets he actually stands up, Senator Mullen stands up, and it looks like at one point if you watch the video, I, I just watched it once, that he's instinctively taking his wedding ring off, like he's getting ready, he's taking the jewelry off. It's like he was in his mind, he's going, and then you know he, good old Bernie, yeah, Bernie in. had to yeah. interject there. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> losing control, oh, poor Bernie. Uh, so that wasn't the only uh, exchange. I'll play. We're going to get a, a traffic update here. There was another exchange um, that involved Comer and some idiot nut job from, I think he's Florida. He's a Democrat from Florida. And it's another disinformation campaign that Democrats are trying to use in order to cover for the corruption of Joe Biden. What it boils down to is there, there one, it's a lie anyway, but it, they're claiming that, well, Comer loaned his brother money once, and that's why they're trying to get Joe Biden, because he loaned his brother money. Now, everything about that is not true. Um, one thing that is funny is the, the congressman from Florida is wearing a blue suit, and Comer tells him he looks like a Smurf running around. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have that audio coming up. I'm Nick Reed. Now, that audio I played a bit, and it's gone around yesterday, and it will today as well. Senator Mullins from Oklahoma, essentially... They, out went fisticuffs with this Teamsters president, Sean O'Brien, who was, you know, mouthing him all tough guy online. And so then Senator Mullins is reason, reading it back to him and, you know, oh, you want to go? You go. And, of course, Bernie is uh, uh, presiding and gavels him down. But Senator Mullins afterwards challenged O'Brien to an a MMA fight, saying, well, money will go to charity. Good cause. And we'll see. And guess what? He declined. Of course he did. Because like a typical liberal, acting all tough guy, I'm a big union guy on the internet, but then when it really comes down to it, he slinks away. Meanwhile, House Oversight Committee hearing turned into a contentious debate when Democratic Representative Jared Moskowitz of Florida and James Comer of Kentucky got into a heated exchange over finances, and this is that exchange. For cleaning my time. No, I'm for, not going to give you your time back. We can stop the clock. 
you all continue to you look like a smurf here just going around and all this stuff now listen mr chairman you no, have well, I'm gonna you, tell you no no hold, hold on if we're you if we're not on time we you disinformation you, you, you have you gone on tv and you said the president did something you illegal. you're doing stuff with your brother the american people have the same questions why should they believe you? Why should they believe you? Why should they believe you? There's, there's a different rule for the president. There's a different rule for you. Why should they believe what you're saying, Mr. Chairman? Why? All right, it, it goes on and on. Now, th- this actually is a little more relevant in a larger scheme. This is the new line of defense for the corruption within the Biden family. As you know, we've we've had quite a few benchmarks, and it all began with no one did anything wrong. Hunter, even Hunter, never got any money, and Joe knew nothing about business, uh, to where we've learned that, I mean, they're all just very, very connected to one another, and millions and millions and millions of dollars flowing from foreign countries to Biden family members through these accounts and so forth. And what we've seen in the paper trail is that here you have the communist Chinese writing checks for like $200,000 to um, Joe Biden's brother. And then he turns around and writes a check for this exact same amount to Joe Biden. I mean, it's very clear what's going on now. But what but the Bidens are saying is, oh, no, he was just paying back a loan. Now, of course, Biden refuses to prove that he <laughs> that it was a loan. Like, OK, well, let's see some sort of proof. Well, we don't have to. But so what they're trying to do is claim. That this is the Democrat strategy here because they know that this is corrupt. Well, you're just trying to go after him for being a good brother for loaning his brother money. Just like you're just going after poor Hunter because he loved because Joe loves his going after this was the the Claire McCaskill big defense line for the corruption is that Republicans are just going after a family that loves each other. And so then what he what they're trying to do is claim well, James Comer, oh oh well you also loaned your brother money. And that's what you're going after Biden for. Well, first off, no, that's not why they're going after Joe Biden. They're going after Joe Biden because of millions and millions and millions of dollars that they're investigating this were flowing from foreign countries into Biden bank accounts, some of which were written in form of check back to Joe Biden. But even to further the point. Comer never even actually borrowed money from his brother or loaned it to him in the first place. News in 60 Seconds. I'm Nick Reed.